welcome to the 200th episode of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm not Chris and I'm not Sam. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation. Guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Here's a top tip for you after 200 episodes of the podcast. <laughs> it helps if you insert the headphone jack all the way into the hole. And then you can hear yourselves on the headphones. I can hear you. I, uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. You're clear, okay. Chris. You right. do have... Oh, good. Actually, that's what we should do. For Can someone send Chris a new pair of headphones? <laughs> like, these ones I think are from China. Yeah. So if you can find a pair for about five bucks, probably, <laughs> uh, you know... Yeah, no, they are getting a bit, uh, bit, bit funny. They keep one one earphone would stop, one side will stop, and then the other side will stop, and I'll be jiggling it, and it's just good crazy. times. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. I'm Chris. This is episode two hundred. Woo! That's um, supposed to be fireworks. No, yeah, I knew what that was because the audio quality and your special effects was amazing, Chris. Thank you. Uh, no expense spared here at the Chris and Sam podcast. <laughs> 200 episodes. Uh, I am on the Mount Gay Barbados rum and Chris is on some, some other... Cheapest rum I can find. Cheapest rum he could find. Black heart, actually. Okay. I thought it was something he might have made himself from a recipe he found somewhere. Uh, yeah, no. Not this time. No, I've not so, done that. So let's talk about 200 episodes. First off... What the hell? <laughs> so, uh, in two weeks' time, it'll be four years since we started the podcast. So, it's about four years, roughly, to get to 200. Uh, we've had about 15,000 downloads, which uh, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, compared to other things, isn't much. But yeah, for this. five minutes for Tim Ferriss. But for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But for this uh, half hour podcast brought to you from Hamilton by two uh, random people with a podcast that's not about anything in particular, that's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. But I do have to admit, and I'm sure I said this at the 100th uh, episode party, which make sure to check out the com. scroll down and the 100th episode is there and you can listen to Chris being really drunk on that one. Really, really drunk. It doesn't feel like 200 episodes. No. Uh, if you said 50, I might go, yeah, it sort of feels like that. But I think it's because it's so much of a routine now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do recall, though, because we have conversations and we go, oh, we should talk about this on the podcast. And we'll go, uh, didn't we do that once? Because there sometime, are quite a lot, right? Sometime, and and yeah. it's like, didn't we talk about that once before? Um, so, yeah. I do have to sometimes look up past uh, episodes in the show notes just to see if we're doing a follow-up on a story or we're talking oh, about something. Can you do that? You just go to the Chris and Sam, <laughs> go to the Chris and Sam <laughs> podcast.com and type in the search bar at the top, Chris, and it will tell you what's going on. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so this research thing you keep talking about. I might look into it one day, <laughs> but I'm not sure. No, I mean, oh, come on. I did it in the last couple, I think. In the last percentage wise, started to... percentage wise over 200 episodes, <laughs> I've done it 12%. Okay. I'd be lucky to do it twelve. Hey, don't no no <laughs> shh, don't ruin those things. So um I think uh even though I do all the editing and stuff, two hundred episodes, probably over I don't know, hundred and fifty hours worth of work there. Um 
I've got it down to a, a fine art and I've got systems in place, so it's almost do it automatically. Am I getting better? Yes, you are. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. That's, that's a relief. No, you are. You uh, had a real terrible patch there at one point <laughs> of uh, random mouth noises. <laughs> Lately, it's just been knee slapping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't sit still that long. No, you can't. So uh, it's very exciting. 200 episodes. Will we be still here in another 200, Chris? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll just... One episode at a time, bro. One episode One at a time. One episode at a time, the Chris and Sam podcast. Make sure to tell your friend. <laughs> yeah, so we had somebody ask us about that. Oh, you cut off your um, intro and exit. And it's like, no, that was us trying to be funny. Because we're like... We're if not you're trying to be funny, to us, Chris. We are funny. If you're listening to us, friends is not a multiple thing. You may have a friend, but that's about it. <laughs> so we said, go and tell your friend. Um, I yeah. still stand by that outro. And, and, uh, and I still like the um, uh, guarantee to entertain you all your money back because, of course, you've paid nothing. So we'll be happy to give you your nothing back. <laughs> that's right. And it's interesting because a lot of podcasts out there I mean, all podcasts you can listen to for free, and it's up to them if they put yep. advert, you know, advertisements in. Big ones do. Some of the smaller ones, some of the local ones here have talked about it and tried doing it. There's no way it's going to work. Um, we've never really... We, I mean, if someone wanted to do a shout-out on the podcast or whatever, I'm sure we'd be open to it. But And we've done the odd Gilmore shout-out and the odd... Yeah, the, like, yeah. the Chris and Sam the, podcast, the, episode 200. Gay. Brought to you by Mount Gay Barbados Rum. <laughs> I was actually going to say this is this episode is brought by Texas Pete's, uh, which is hilarious. Me saying that because Texas Pete's is a new restaurant opening in, in Hamilton. It's not even open yet, and Chris went along and uh, was there for a pre-launch yeah, meal pre-launch thing, pre-launch dinner feast thing. And they had to, I think, what was the official? So it's Pit, Pit Ma- U.S. Pit Masters Barbecue is what they call it. Pit Masters Barbecue is that the style or whatever yep. and uh of course uh they don't go big on vegetarian generally didn't but, uh, wasn't, wasn't their word something like who's the special one we have to make different yeah food for? Oh, who, who, who's got special needs oh chris has and chris oh. put his hand up high and proud <laughs> i am special needs in multiple ways <laughs> oh no i mean vegetarian slash i can never i can never remember that yeah, yeah, yeah. I just go, it's the so fish I got, one. I got some salmon, some scallops that were barbecued, and the, and the salads were great, and the chips were amazing. And apparently the meat was good too, which is their whole reason for being so it better be. Um, actually, I'm going to talk about that a little bit because... Um, yes, yeah, so let's get into it. So they, um, so Texas Pete's have been running like a caravan-style thing in Dinsdale for the last year or two. They've yes. been there. Never heard of it, but um, cool. And they have a factory um, for barbecuing. So um, he Jared travels the world competing in Pitmaster barbecue competitions. Yeah, which um, is a big thing. Yeah. Just like anything, really. Throughout the US yep. and uh, Australia. I think that's the only places, but there's a lot of places in the US, right? And yeah, so he's got this barbecue factory i want to call it and uh, i want to say actually i know you keep saying factory but maybe barbecue commercial kitchen that would probably be or better something he, like he that he was eh? the one that used the word factory yeah, but I mean, you're right that, but be how much is. what what's the figure like i think it was 
did I say six ton? You, that, that's what I remember you telling me. Yeah, that's me. what I think I said. Okay. That's what I think he told me. He goes, yeah, no, we could we could pump out six ton of, uh, a week. So the brisket, I want to say brisket, mm. that we had, well, I didn't have, uh, the other day, he goes, oh, yeah, we started cooking that at six o'clock last night. And this was... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. 24 hours later, basically. So um, they do all that sort of stuff. And uh, he goes, yeah, scale's not going to be a problem. We can pump out six tonne of barbecue uh, a, a day, like a week, sorry, a week. A week. And I was like, okay. But so, at the moment, they've just about to open their only first restaurant here in Hamilton. Yep, in Hood Street, um, where uh, I think it's where Wiltshire Roast used to be. Yeah, the sign's still there. I had a look. Right next door to the Loaded Hog, if you remember or know where that is. Yeah. Or house bar, as it's called now. Or are you talking about the Hog Heaven barbecue joint? Because the Loaded Hog was the pub. There's now the Hog. Oh, house. what was the place next door? That's the I Asian know what place. you mean, but it was something it was Hog. Some sort of... Hog's Breath Cafe. Yes, yeah, that's what like it that. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Too many Hog <laughs> things in Hamilton. Yeah, all these meat eaters, man. Actually, I had. Did I write that down in my notes here? Flexitarian diet is what we need to save the planet. So they're saying now, this is with the whole climate change thing, a bunch of scientists are if saying... If you believe it. If we... <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if, if the whole population was to limit meat to once a week, if everybody moved to this by 2050, it would halve... Uh, uh, greenhouse emissions. emissions? Greenhouse emissions, that's the one. I've just got emissions. But there's other things that need to be done as well, which includes food waste uh, needs to be reduced... Because as we both know, thanks to Pamela's story and Covolution, um, it's the food waste that gets buried that creates methane under the ground. Uh, if it was if it was food waste rotted in the air, open air, it'd be fine. If it was composted, it'd be fine. But if it's buried, it becomes a climate change problem. Uh, and the use of fertilizer would need to be reduced. But yeah. So uh, there you go. You want to be a flexitarian and eat meat just once a week. That's not a new concept, though. I mean, I've heard no, that. No, no, it's not. A lot. But um, they've been going on about it lately. It's a new study that's just come out. Anyway, what do you want to, what do you want to talk about? We got, we got a load of stuff on the list here. We do have a load of stuff I'm, on I'm here. I'm quite drunk. I don't know if anyone can tell. Really? How much have you had to drink? Like, I don't need much to... I got uh, home from work. Like, I was, like, hanging out for a drink at work. Uh, uh, and, and, and I and uh, I don't okay. I, don't, I left work at one thirty p.m. Okay, so episode two hundred is when Chris officially became an alcoholic. I think that's already gone and been and gone. That did that. you ever go back to the doctor and get that test redone or whatever they were going? No, to, not yet. Yeah, you might want to do that. <laughs> Liver something. Yeah, yeah, oh, everything. Everything. Yeah. Uh, we were going to talk about. The, uh, so what happens is we, behind the scenes here, we have a uh, Trello board. We use the tool Trello. and we Actually, we have a public Trello board that nobody's ever used because we've never told anyone about it, haven't we? Uh, maybe. I can't remember. I don't even know it's still there, but it doesn't matter. <coughs> it but we, we add stories uh, or things we want to talk about to this. and um, Individually. Yeah, yeah, individually. And uh, Chris doesn't check it at all, like most things. It's sort of like a makeshift email address for him. Um, he starts telling me about some story, which we'll talk about in a sec, around ha- uh, in, based in Hamilton, and I'm like, yeah, that's uh, at the top of the list. It's been there a couple of days now. <laughs> and I put it like... And then I was I like, oh, yeah, the story's pretty good. And then you like, I didn't even read it. Like, I just put it in there. 
<laughs> okay, cool, Chris. Yeah, yeah. So Sam does like research. Well, uh, I, I don't some... know if it's it's just like reading the article. <laughs> No, but the headline looks good enough. We throw it in there. Actually, there's a couple there. I'm like, I, um, <laughs> uh, I put that in. I really need to talk, uh, read it a little bit more, which I haven't. So a Hamilton man, he loves drifting. Um, his name's Takisha Teruru. Teru? I Is can't it, say that right. It, it's the Japanese name, right? Yeah, yeah. Go, go tell me how you say it. Oh, no, I, I haven't seen it. Oh, that's right. Don't worry. But he has built a 130-metre drifting track right around his outside of his house. Now, 150-metre might sound 130, a lot. 130, 130. 130, sorry. Uh, 130 metres might sound like a lot, but when it's around a house, it's pretty tight. Yeah, I he, mean, he's he, close to the corners of that house a couple of times. Yeah. Because um, you've seen the video of him drifting. Mm. Yeah, I did see that. So it uh, makes him the happiest man in New Zealand. But I really like that... Um, there's a little bit here. Like when he got the house built, he said, hey, how much can I... He got a house and land package and he said, I want to build this track. And the quote was for $40,000. Oh, really? Yeah. And he thought that's too much. So he started thinking, how can I do it myself? And he found a recycled asphalt supplier and he did most of the work himself. And it cost him just over $16,000. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. And the cul-de-sac he lives in was uh, is five other motoring enthusiasts around him. And they all helped him out. And they think it's great. Oh, that's so cool. I wish I'd read the story now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I thought, just watched the video, and we will get a link to the video. Can we do that? Uh, I don't on know. Hub, so we'll I'm see. Sure. We'll see. We'll get a link to the story, and you can watch it there. But or we'll, his we'll wife, it his wife Yoshi, is not a motorsport fan and thought he was mental. Uh, who in the right <laughs> mind builds a racetrack around their house? Uh, he's, he's a dad, but it seems like he hasn't grown up. But she did admit that it was pretty good. Because the, her and the daughters, age three and one, use it more than he does. They use their scooters and that. Because it would be a pretty cool track for it kids. It would be pretty cool for kids, actually. Yeah, that would be great. So good on him. But it, it, I am impressed. I am actually really impressed with the way he gets his skyline and drifts around that. Because there's not like a lot of room. It's not like you've got a bit of a run-up. Because if I tried to drift, and I've never tried, and thank God for that. You mean if you I don't want to, to drift, do it in the old Honda? I, oh, if, if anything, I'm going to try it in the Honda, right? I might get some crappy tyres, because I've got good tyres on there. Um, but I'd have to have a run-up to get into the slide mode. But he just, he's got no run-up, right? And he just starts Oh, yeah, no, they, they're very, yeah, they're great. Away. They're clever, clever, clever people. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, it might be old news now, but Sotheby's got Banksied. Yes. What did you think about all of that? Well, you know what's happened. So explain what happened. Okay. If, so if, you, if you've been living under a rock and you don't watch the news, actually, we don't really. Uh, well, but yeah, we don't have teeth. It's great. It's like the best thing in the world. But anyway. Um, yeah, so, um, so Banksy is an artist who does a lot of graffiti all over the place. Nobody knows exactly who Banksy is. About three years ago, I did try and look into seeing who Banksy was and rah, 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 rah. I don't think anyone's got any closer, but at that time, they No, have. no, they've got, a, they've got a really... they got three or four guys? Yeah, there's one main guy um, who happens to be... If a Banksy thing appears in another country, this guy is in that country randomly. And they've got a random shot of him holding a spray can at one point in his driveway or something. Oh, uh, okay. But. All right, anyway. So he did... The, Sotheby, and of course he's totally anti-establishment, uh, I guess is the word, anti-establishment, anti-commercial uh, um, What's art? the other one? Yeah, uh, 
capitalism, maybe. Yeah, and yeah, anti-capitalism, anti-establishment, and so one of his paintings went up for auction uh, recently, and it went for a couple of million or a million, just over a million actually. And uh, just as the hammer went down, yep. the alarm went off inside the actual frame of the thing, and it started dropping through the frame and getting uh, cut. Getting uh, what's the word? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shredded. Shredded. Yeah, so we're both drunk. That's great. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so, I'm sure yeah. that that makes for amazing audio. <laughs> it's just you gonna, guys are loving this. I know you're loving this. It's just going to get better. <laughs> so anyway, it started getting shredded. Now, I'm cynical on this one, right? Okay, go. Because it got halfway and stopped. Um, now, a technician, uh, it was good watching the live uh, video and the auctioneer did actually seem pretty freaked out. Uh, get a technician over there, please. But he did it really poshly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the guy took it off the wall and it stopped. Uh, the thing is, it's half shredded. Yes. It's hanging out the bottom of the frame. Yes. I think it's worth way more now than whatever the guy paid for it. It's just I reckon it's just doubled in value. I think it's way more than doubled, but he has decided to keep it. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. But what's happened now, so there is uh, about 600 actual Banksy prints around the world, and they've had to put out a public statement telling other owners to stop cutting up their artwork with knives and things, thinking that they're going to increase the value. Because now their artwork's only worth a pound. Really? Yeah. I didn't so, know that. so these people are like, oh yeah, I've got this uh, Banksy. Uh, it's doubled in value now. It must be at least worth forty thousand. And they're like, no, you've just chopped it with a knife. That means nothing. It's now worth a dollar. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I, like I thought that. you might like that. That's awesome. There's dumb people everywhere trying to cash in. I mean, they've got they've already spent like twenty thousand dollars or something on this artwork. You know what'll make it better? I'm gonna cut it with a Stanley knife. Just oh, I know. randomly. And, and so did you you saw the video of him creating the frame? No, I haven't actually. I was wondering about that. There's a video of him creating the frame and I'm like Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that seems a little bit too neat that that got he published that the same day that it all happened. And so for some anti-capitalism and anti-establishment he really is playing the game like he's he's the he's the master puppeteer you know what i mean yeah uh if you want to see something interesting and it's i don't know how much of it's real or how, how much of it's fake or what it is i'm going to try something yes. the amount ga- ga- um into it uh check out uh, exit through the gift shop uh, it's an interesting little weird movie. Oh, I think I saw a bit of that, eh? I don't know. But talking about artwork, here in New Zealand, uh, we almost get a... Uh... Oh, and big thanks, sorry, I'm going to interrupt. Oh. Big thanks to Sasha Mary for uh, the Mount Gay rum. Yes, Shout thank you. Shout out, because they're going to be listening, right? Ah, uh, of course. <laughs> we have okay. a whole bunch of... Uh, I don't know what the term is. Ghost listeners? Secret listeners? I like your mum. Yeah, like my mum. I mom. just found out about that today. Oh, I only just found out today as well. I said, oh, we're going to record our 200th episode. Oh, I listen to some of the episodes sometimes. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Hi, mum. Yeah, so thanks for that. But uh, back Oh, to- man. That 
rum's really nice. Yeah, I know. It's better than the yes. cheapest rum you could possibly get, isn't it? Like, you can taste the difference. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't taste, I didn't taste the other uh, dishwater stuff you were drinking. Oh, it's worse than dishwater. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. This is the first wow. time I've had Mount Gay rum. Uh, interesting fact, Tim, who grows the giant pumpkins, he's a big uh, Mount Gay rum fan. He's got all different types. Uh, I usually drink... Oh, there's different types of Mount Gay rum? Yeah, I think there's a few different ones. Like but a gold and a... Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. If I drink rum, I usually drink Appleton's, but I have been known to drink... Um, is that really a rum or is that an uh, liqueur? No, it's a rum, spiced rum. Okay, carry But on. it's good when you get the 26-year-old stuff. That's the good stuff. Anyway, uh, I have been known to drink... Uh, is it Captain Morgan's Old Gold or something? Anyway... Last time I drank that, I just passed out after a bottle and a half. <laughs> well, how long can we keep this podcast going? We'll see. I'll put the Facebook on. <laughs> Maybe. But we're back in New Zealand. We're talking about artwork here. There's a Len Lai water whirler sculpture in Wellington. Oh, God. They, yeah. Now, it's been out of action for a while. and it's Can because, you explain what it does? Well, it's a um, big... It's very. It's like a small version of the wind wand in Napier, if you've ever seen that. It's like a stick. Um, here we go. Well, well uh, hang on. I'll just figure out because I don't want to get this wrong. Because it does like a sculpture with water pouring out from the pole and different Yeah, places, so when it's right? operating, the wand oscillates, revolves, and gyrates, spraying water from jets. It's got motors in it to... That are designed to work with a computer program to choreograph the movement and water patterns of the wind, playing in ten minute cycles on the hour, but only when the wind is less than twenty knots. So it right, sounds so pretty to cool. To me, it sounds like that. Just bear with me for a second. Yes. You've got this reed or this 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 thing going up. Yep. And it a spins stick. and it's pushing water out the side, and that water out the side will make. Yeah. Uh, shapes and oscillations on a computer program. So yeah, so it's worth. They reckon it's estimated to be about three hundred thousand dollars. The whole thing. They've it had, was under. Uh, it had been commissioned. Renovation. Yeah, to fix it. And uh, in two thousand and nine, they said almost two hundred thousand uh, dollars was set aside to commission to fix it um, because it sounds like it's quite technical. It and sounded then, like one of the motors had gone, and and, and you got to. Get everything, you know, sinking and yeah. Yeah, I mean, the final installation of this thing back in 2006 was a million dollars. Uh, in 2016, they turned it off for repairs. They just they they got in a lot of favors. Lots of people were working on it for free, and they're just about to get it done. And then some guy who we'll just call Numbnuts. I uh, can't remember <laughs> what his name is here. Uh, Numbnuts is too kind, but yeah, we'll call him Numbnuts. <laughs> Numbnuts. He he's bored. And he decides to shimmy, I guess is the word, out on this uh, thing. And uh, there's got to be a point where it breaks, so it snaps and he goes in the water. And so there's, um, and you may have seen it already, but there's video footage from somebody's phone camera or whatever of, of this idiot doing this stuff. It's great. And you just want to punch him in the face, except... When he did come out of the water, he was bleeding from the forehead or something. And I don't know if that's from the thing landing on his head or he did it when he hit the water. I don't know. But he was pretty lucky he didn't kill himself. Uh, yeah, he went total to- Darwin Award uh, 
potential there. I'm not. I can't. Rem- there was a follow up story because he did go to court, and I don't know what's happened. And they had his photo, and he was talking about how he was bored and. Just, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I missed all that. Yeah. And then on Twitter, someone actually said, "This is the guy at a party that will won't listen to you, but tell you some amazing story of his, and then wander off." And it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, generalization of this guy. Yeah. Uh, so we'll check that out if you haven't seen that already, especially for our international listeners. We do like to bring you stuff from New Zealand and from around the world. So yeah, go to Chris and Sam, the Chris and Sam dot com. <clears throat> And you'll see the show notes there, and we'll uh, link some of this stuff up. What's the selfie update? Uh, I just had to check that you uh, you did add this, so that's good. Oh, this actually, this could potentially be the same guy. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he falls into this category. <laughs> so, um, the, and I've heard this story first on the BBC, BBC Global Podcast, which I listen to quite a bit. I love the way they say this. The Irish woman always goes... Welcome to the BBC, 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 Global Podcast. Anyway, um, so the Indians, Indian uh, University did a study uh, on, on selfies. Two hundred And I have to say, we talked about this 50 or 75, who knows, episodes ago. Anyway, we have talked about it before. Yeah, because um, every now and then you just get some retard in a story. But anyway... Um, 215 deaths from selfies between the years of 2011 and 2017. Um, the overwhelming majority were boys and men. That's, so not, that's not surprising. Male 75%, female 25%. So women take more selfies, I'm sure, but they don't do it in stupid places, right? See, see the next bit in this, which you'll cover in a sec... The top cause. This surprised me. Yeah, and that was the thing that surprised most people. And every every time, because uh, I think it was on ZM, because my uh, workmate <laughs> listens to ZM. Big shout streaming. out to Aaron. I'd already put this out. Yeah, hey, Aaron. Thanks for um, listening, being part of the team. I, I'd already put this on the thing, and then I heard it two days later on ZM. I'm like, gosh, you should be listening to the BBC World Podcast. It's a, I just anyway. want to say, like, information technology now is instant. But the New Zealand media machine gets all the information from Reddit, podcasts, and other things. I think all Three the days... media everywhere around the world. I don't think it's just New no, Zealand. No, no. But our media picks it up three days after everybody else. Uh, yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, okay. I believe that. So anyway, the top cause of death is not... So what would you have thought it would be? Falling off things. Exactly. Or That's cliffs, what I buildings, said. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, the f- top cause of death was drowning. Like falling off things isn't even second. No, second was transport. Um, and, yeah, they, okay. and, I, and I went, what the hell do you mean by transport? It was like taking selfies in cars and stuff like that. But also, apparently a bunch of people take a selfie in front of an oncoming train uh, and mistime that. <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> time, yeah, timing is about Darwin Awards. Ti- I mean, jeez, timing is crucial. <laughs> yeah, when a train's coming at us. Um, but anyway, so, what so, you- so top cause of death was drowning. Second cause of death was transport, and third was falls. Now, drowning might come in as part of falls, like they fall. Into yeah, the water see, I need that drown. clarification now. Yeah, but, and there's no... No. Um, well, I haven't seen anything um, that delineates that at all, or how much of that is. But I think there's a lot of selfies done in the water and they got a bit deep and... 
Who's swimming <laughs> out with a phone going, so, hey, look at me in the Trevor ocean? Trevor Noah, The Daily Show, is one of my... Hey, Trevor, thanks for listening. Um, Trevor Noah from The Daily Show is one of my uh, my favourite comedians. And he d- he talked about this, actually. Uh, uh, again, after I'd put this up, I'm just saying. Um, and he said, I just imagine people underwater trying to take a selfie and going, no, that's not it. Yeah, don't take their breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then drowning. Uh, yeah, it was quite funny. I want to see these stats for America. Also, because just to, uh, if you are listening to this and you haven't checked the time on this one podcast, which is special, 200th episode, this is going to be a longer episode because we've just about cracked the half hour mark already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all our episodes normally are half an hour. I think which... 100 was an hour. Yeah, 100 was all over the place. <laughs> and and, yeah. uh, and fortunately, you don't have to deal with that because we are not that drunk yet. Well, um, we're and, getting there, but it's only... a whole bunch of people Yeah, it's only mostly. us in this episode. Sorry, no one else wanted to spend it with us. <laughs> I tried offering a drink to our flatmate, X-Man. And, oh, really? Um, he, he was like, X-Man declined? He goes, are you drinking that straight or are you mixing it? I was like, I'm mixing it. I just haven't got the mix out yet. They're like, you know, just calm down. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. But I want- actually, at the yep. half hour mark, we are going to hear from one of our number one fans, the number one podcast fan. He was at our 100th episode party. First and, time we met him. he gave us some art. He gave us some art. All around amazing dude. Great person think he's he's just the best actually actually it'd be great if he lived closer uh jeremy Housen. so uh he's he's recorded a little bit of audio for us uh this is what he has to say hi guys it's jeremy Housen here with my producer nick i just wanted to uh congratulate you guys on 180 awesome episodes and about 20 average ones um you i really enjoy listening to you guys and you've got you got me through some tough times lately, so cheers for that. Bye. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And, I mean, you know, um, 80%'s good. <laughs> I think you've got the numbers around the wrong way, to be honest. Isn't it 20 and 80? I'm not sure. But I think for pure interaction, he is probably oh, the number dude. one person. Number one fan by far. Um, not too... Uh, Denigrate their other fans out there. Cause, no, um, no, we love all of you and equally. Yeah. Whoever you are, I, I know of like I six of like, you. I do like the Behind the Bastards podcast, where at the end of every episode he goes, "And I love forty percent of you." <laughs> <laughs> that cracks me up. Uh, anyway. uh, okay, so anyway, I want to talk about Brazilian butt lifts. Of course you do. <laughs> I've been waiting for episode 200 to, to slip in <laughs> Brazilian butt lifts. No, it's actually... It's the videos I like watching on the internet. What, Chris? Yes, that's what I want to watch. Okay. What? No. Actually, it's it's totally the opposite. Okay, tell so me what's going on. the second person from the UK has died from the procedure, hey, um, they have banned Brazilian butt lifts. Blank, hang on, blanket rule, or have they banned people? They banned it in the UK, and the okay. So they were doing a, a, a procedure called a Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, I'll but in the what UK. That is. Okay, yeah, yeah. go cool. So what? So this is this has been uh, popularized, I think, mostly by Kim Kardashian, right? And it's a big yes. thing in the U- in, in the USA, and and as far as I know, they are not banning it yet, but the UK has. 
or, or is banning it now. Um, so what it is, is a woman goes in, she gets liposuction of fat taken from unwanted fatty areas. Yep, okay. And that is then injected into the glutinous maximus. Yep, the butt. The butt. Um, to make it pert and stick out. Now, first of all, I'm not sure that pert and sticking out is really the best thing for a butt. I mean, for me, it doesn't really do it. But that's it doesn't fine. do anything for it, me. It does it for some people. So it I, does. I get that. There's a lot of people out there. The thing is that this is done under general anaesthetic. So, like, like that's a serious thing, right? It's not a, a yeah. A small, it's, it's not um, local. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would just be local. Just kind of jam this in there. Yeah, no. And the the gluteus maximus um, is the biggest muscle in the body, and it's got a lot of veins. And the danger is oh. if the fat is injected into the vein, it goes through the circulatory system, it congeals in the heart or lungs, and there was a, a, a name for it, and I didn't quite get it and write it down, some sort of embolitic thingy, my bob. Um, yeah. But yeah, if it, if it congeals in the lungs or the heart, it can cause death, and it has a couple of Quick functions. trivia question. Largest organ in the human body? Liver. Skin. Carry oh, on. Oh, good. Very good. Very good. Um, but, yes, yeah, so what gets me, though, is it's it's the victims of fashion, and it does my <clears throat> head in. Okay, so I'm a bit Not different. <laughs> Not fashion conscious? No, 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 no. But I just can't get over why women wear high heels. I'm just like, why would you do that? It's bad for your feet. It's bad for but it's that the chance whole... of tripping over is ridiculous. I'm like, I, I actually, it puts women down a notch if they walk in and they're in high heels and I just go, you're an idiot. I just, that's my it's first that, thought. It's that whole expectation thing from multiple eras and generations coming through maybe and people thinking that they need to fit this mold where this day and age just be yourself and be comfortable yeah yeah and and i mean particularly i guess it was because i did the whole karate thing when i was younger and all that sort of thing it's it's very pragmatic about how you walk how you how you stand all that sort of thing and you know high heels i just think it why would you do that it's just stupid and this is like that to the nth degree let's get fat out of my stomach and stick it in my butt um yeah no that's just Dumb. It seems crazy. Uh, the other crazy thing, apparently, on this list, US cops are now going out killing disabled people. Have you read this story? Uh, yeah. Um, I actually I listened to the BBC Global Podcast. Um, what don't... would you do if you weren't listening to this podcast? <laughs> you can tell. You can tell that he's been listening to this podcast because there's an influx of uh, notes on the Trello board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what? Well. The story was really good on the BBC, so I'm not even going to get close to that. But uh, police body cams in the US show um, that a lot of disabled people are getting shot, basically. Oh, okay. Um, so they they played one, and then I'm listening to an audio podcast, but apparently it's with camera footage and all the rest of it. And somebody had complained in the neighbourhood that the neighbour was out naked in the yard. So the cops okay. come around and they're banging on the door and they enter the premises and they're going, we're the police, we're the police. And Adam, the guy in, in um, the guy that lives there, who's got mental health issues, they call it, they were calling him Brandon, which wasn't his name, 
which can be off-putting if you're normal, but if you're not well mentally, it's got to be worse, right? Like, That's right. Brandon, Brandon, come out here. He's like, no, I'm in the shower. And he goes, come out with your hands up. No, I'm in the shower. And so they tased him 15 times in the shower. Hang on, 15 times? 15 times. So most... Oh, t- and guess what? And, yeah. He died. Oh, really? So <laughs> most... Well, I don't know. But normal tasers have two shots, usually. They have two um, cartridges in them. So yeah, I don't and, know. And I don't know about No, I that. mean, I know that... Uh, so I know that we don't have them here in New Zealand, but you can get a taser shotgun. <laughs> I don't know how... They, I think it fires like a whole bunch of barbs everywhere. No, I, the way it said it, they tased him 15 times in a row. Well, at least that's the way I understood it. So maybe, hang on. So does this guy got like superhuman strength and can resist the tasers? Or did like 14 or 13 of them miss and the barb didn't go in? And well, I don't what know. gets me is he's in the shower, right? It's got to be worse. Oh, You're yeah, wet. Yes. You're and, totally wet. And naked. And naked. And naked. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Um, I think I think he probably did, um, and, and maybe it's this yeah, um, mental health issue, but he just like was superhuman in that regard. Like, like maybe, he didn't maybe. know he was supposed to fall and drop and shoot, shake on the ground. He's like, and then pulls it out and just keeps going. You know what I mean? Like, but holy crap, it was horrible to listen to. It's horrible to hear think about it now, let alone hear the actual audio. Yeah. So, um, America's it's it's can I say it? it's fucked. Well, I was thinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll bleep that out. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking just as we were talking about that, I'd love for them to say who is the best police department in America. I assume that's written somewhere. Maybe it'd be really good to see. Well, I don't know. A forward thinking. They don't know how many people in America have been killed by police. They don't keep the stats. They don't know. What do you mean they don't know? No, it came up um, two years ago. They must know. No, it came up two years ago. I don't believe you. the only person that had stats was some guy who'd started, had a Google News alert that was bringing that up for cop homicide or cop death or whatever and had kept the stats. Internally, the justice system in the US has no idea how many people are killed by police, which is just mind-blowing. I still right? don't believe you. No, apparently it's a thing. Google it. Uh, not now. But anyway. No, not yeah. now. That's crazy. It's insane. But the, the, the US is nuts, I tell you. I saw nuts. this uh, thing yesterday. Some one uh, relative of mine actually shared it on uh, Facebook randomly. So on Netflix, you can watch a whole series, and it's World War Two in color, and it's really cool because I heard that they were doing a project on that. I didn't. Yeah. I yeah, think. yeah. So Peter Jackson has actually restored World War One footage, and it's being put into a ninety-minute sort of movie or whatever you want to call it, documentary. And uh, he said, you know, I can't uh, speak for these people, so they've got old World War One vets or whoever was left to do the audio of talking about it. But what they had to do was he had to de-jitter the footage and then colour it. And there's a great example on this website. Check out the chrisandsampodcast.com episode 
200 to check that out. There'll be a link to it there. And uh, he said the biggest thing was when it's not jittery and it's in color, you can actually see their faces properly. And it brings a real human element to the whole thing. And there's like a two-minute little clip and it's got little bits and pieces and uh, Sir Peter Jackson talking about it. And it's really interesting. If you get a chance, and we talked about this in episode... One of the ones in the past. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that blank. Make up a number. <laughs> Make up a number, Chris. Make up a number. Um, where I went down to Masterton, and there's a um, <clears throat> air museum there owned by Peter, Sir Peter Jackson, and you go to, go in and you see some of these things. And there's a couple of planes there, and I talked about which ones they were. I don't remember now. Um, that don't exist in flying. Condition. Condition anywhere in the world. Mm. And he's recreated them, and because one of them from plans, and it's the most ridiculous looking plane because it has no fuselage. It has a fuselage at the beginning. Then it's got, it looks like bamboo to a, it probably to a is. tail. Yeah. And the guy's talking about it. So we, we go in, and um, it was my mother's wedding that weekend. Yeah, check out the wedding, we uh, the wedding episode. <laughs> the wedding episode, Red Wedding. Uh, my sister called it the red wedding. Oh, you go to red? Uh, she didn't go. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just thought of something that we'll talk about later. But carry on. <laughs> and um, yeah, so the tour guy, guys, talking is around talking about it, and he goes, "We created this. Nobody's seen it flying, <laughs> and um, we had to fly it. So somebody had to get in there and take off in it." Yeah, someone. And it's never well. It hasn't flown in effectively living memory. Nobody who's who is alive has ever seen or flown that. That's crazy. Actually, so I don't know if you knew this, but there was talk of Sir Peter Jackson opening up a museum in conjunction with a convention centre in Wellington. And that fell through at the start of the year, and they said um, it's not going to work for both parties. But today a story came out, and he was talking about what actually went wrong. So... The uh, architect of the convention center, he sort of said right from the start, he said, look, a convention center and a museum, very strange bedfellows. Going to be really weird, but okay, it could possibly work. But as it went on and they had more talks with the Wellington Council, uh, more of the area was taken over from the museum and being turned into the convention center. And in the end, he sort of said, no, let's just forget it. Like, we're not going to do it. Yeah, because you've been to Wellington Airport. Yes. The, yeah, 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 and I really like that. So, you, um, for those of you listening not familiar, um, it's got a whole bunch of life-sized, and by life-sized I mean giant, huge <laughs> um, sculptures of from the, from Lord um, of the Rings. So you've got from Gollum, Lord of the Rings. Gollum, so the dragon, huge. yep, and the, the, the eagles, eagles, yep, they're huge, and it works really well. So. So basically, he's already put a couple of hundred thousand dollars into the planning and stuff of this uh, convention center slash museum. Yeah. And it was interesting because a couple of the comments on the stuff article about this, there was a few people saying, oh, he didn't want to, he pulled out because he wasn't getting all the money he wanted. He's money hungry. And everyone like, everyone thumbed that down like instantly. Yeah. But someone said, look, I work in hospitality and when the tourists come here they cannot believe and the one thing that they do want to see both the same thing is a lord of the rings museum or a big uh sort of come to the waikato to hobbiton 
come to Hobbiton. But they're saying, and so Peter Jackson hasn't ruled out that he is uh, not going to do a museum. He's just not going to do it at the convention centre. So hopefully he does it. And some people are like, uh, what was the example they used? They said people were obviously seeing the Harry Potter world. Um, all these other franchises are massive. Uh, so I think the biggest, yeah, Harry Potter makes the most money out of all tourism things in the UK. Oh, wow. Wow. Bigger than Alton Towers. There you go. Hobbiton's pretty cool. Have you you've been there? No. No, I have. Um I didn't pay. I went in as a like for a for a project. Yeah, yeah. You lurked around. I lurked around. I got shown around by the marketing manager, but um it looks really cool. But what I didn't get was how freaking busy it is. <clears throat> they turn people away. Yeah, it's mental. They actually side note. They do grow giant pumpkins there, so I have to try and tap into that at some point. <laughs> do they? Really? Yeah. Surprise, surprise. They, the marketing manager didn't mention that. They grow them, but the big thing is they're not very good at replying to comments on Instagram. I Because I was talking to them last year saying, hey, that's really good. I can get you some seeds of some amazing pumpkins. Yeah. You know, so you can grow bigger pumpkins. Yeah. This podcast brought to you by Pete's, Texas Pete's and... NZPumpkins.co.nz GiantPumpkins.co.nz Chris Giant. almost got it right. Almost. Have some more rum. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I totally will. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, I think this is a great time for another shout-out from one of our mega fans. This is Jamie Oxley. He is at X Kiwi, I think. Have I got that right? I believe so. I believe so. He's in Australia. I will tell you soon because... In two weeks' time, or less than two weeks now, I will be over there for the Noosa International Film Festival. I'm watching a bunch of films, but I'm taking a break from the films at some point to meet Jamie and his wife, and we'll get, he's going to buy me a beer. Uh, I'll probably buy him a beer. I don't know, whatever. And we're having some beers. So, so this is a good. little message from Jamie. He's a long-haul truck driver in Australia, and when they mean long-haul, they mean it. Like, most of his trips are over 2,000 kilometres <laughs> Uh, you have to work out whatever that is in miles. So our, our little half-hour podcast is like a blip in this day. I know. Like, really, like, once a week, our half-hour podcast, I'm surprised he even remembers us. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, Jamie. Check out this message. Just want to say cheer on the 200 episode, and I look forward to listening to a lot more. And the funniest bit would have to be Chris getting drunk. Um, I can't really think of... A moment right at the moment, but I know there's lots of them, and you guys keep me uh, moving along when I'm working the long nights and so forth. It's uh, yeah, good to hear some Kiwi voices anyway. Keep up the good work. Chat tears. Sorry, I forgot to add, I'll buy you a beer when you uh, come to Queensland. Very good. Thank you so much for taking the time to and send I'm us a message. And I'm looking forward to having a beer with you, mate. Yep, Chris will meet you. If you're lucky, he'll laugh for some reason. <laughs> I still haven't organised part of my trip. Like, how am I getting from Brisbane to uh, Noosa? For long-time yeah. listeners, that doesn't surprise anyone. For the last four <laughs> years, Chris has struggled with email, uh, show notes, and... Uh, it's not important. It works itself out. Well, does it? <laughs> Yeah, it does. Imagine how much how much more productive you would be. What, if I actually planned shit? <sighs> or checked your email. 
actually talking about that we did uh, yeah so i did i tell you about this i did eh? i don't know did you <laughs> i missed my email and i decided holy crap what do you mean you missed go- your email uh, for uh, what I, I, okay so i was thinking about uh, work's pretty tough and there's all sorts of things i should get a, a an escape plan I'm going to start a Shopify account. I'll do it with this. Oh, you you um, did tell me this, yeah. This is great. It. This is great. I love this I story. Buck, with... Buckle in, people. <laughs> I, I've, I, so for those that don't know, that I, I, I spent 20-odd years uh, doing Kyokushin Karate. Yes. It's a big thing. Yes. Uh, but I, I started at 16. Also, Chris has spent a long time in the realm of entrepreneurship and learning all sorts of stuff. And in that journey, he has acquired a lot or a lot of domain names. At one point, I had 38 domain names. Not really doing anything. They just no, parked. He just owns them. So anyway, uh, Sam said, you're wasting money. And, and so I, I got rid of a load of a, them. But a, one of the ones a, I kept... Because occasionally I'll have a big rant... About random things. I managed to get him to... Off get response. He had an email program thing with only one person, I think it was himself, signed up to it. And because he signed up for it ages ago, he was paying the low, low price of... $27.95 a month. $27.95 a US. month. US. US. For the last... Eight years. Eight years. And uh, wasn't... No, t- maybe more than that. Maybe actually. more than eight years. You do the math. And I said, look, just get rid of it. But he goes, oh, but you know, it's such a great I price. I might use it at some point. <clears throat> but anyway. there are other better alternative free versions. Anyway. So anyway, I got rid of all these domain names, including cowboysandzombies.com, um, which uh, came out before Cowboys and Aliens. I should have t- tell yeah, you. you should have jumped a, on that. We did the a basic film script, not the full film script. And then the porno Cowboys and Zombies came out at soft one, and they asked okay. to buy that domain. Did I ever tell you that? And they asked no, to no, buy explain. that domain name off me, and, you're and like, I'm like, no, because I'm going to make that movie one day. And no, that's gone. So anyway, hang um, on. So this is like a du- <laughs> this is like a double whammy story of Chris losing at life. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, one of the things I had was Kyokshinspirit.com. And so uh, three weeks ago, was this two, three weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. I was like, right, I'm going to do a Shopify account. I'm going to go with Kyokshin stuff. I'm going to do some mugs. I'm going to do all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, because you can dropship all that now. And my domain name, because I hadn't checked my emails, had had expired. And uh, I lost it. And now if I wanted to buy it, it cost me 2,500 US dollars. And I'm like... I had that for eight years. I was paying for it every year, and now when I went to use it, I lost it. So the moral of the story, folks, is to make sure that you check your email, whatever email you have. (sighs) Anyway. Hey, this week, I didn't realize, but I sort of saw a few posts about people uh, saying different things, is Mental Health Awareness Week. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's all these stories coming out. Uh, uh, the reason I put it down there is I think some people, I'm not disparaging people with mental health problems. It's a big thing. I think we need to do more about it. We need to have more discussion. It's going um, to be more open. That's the thing. More open. But there, when <laughs> I'm not on Twitter very much. Apparently, New Zealand Post wanted to ring me this week, and I haven't heard from them, so I don't know what's going on there. But uh, 
there's some people that pop up in a feed and I think they... I know who you're thinking about. No, 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 no. I blocked that person, so I don't know what they say anymore. But I do... Yeah, we're on the same wavelength. Um, There's some people, I think, that are feeling left out. And they seem to be saying, like, random things to sort of be part of the story, is what I feel. Like, it could be legitimate. I'm not sure. I might be upsetting a few people here. But uh, there's some people that are jumping on the mental health band mental health awareness bandwagon i feel ah uh, yeah you get that with everything though. you do you, get you that do with the you me do. too right yes that's right now so i don't know about this about no this? go okay so somebody has put in like a hymn to if you're one of the guys that have been targeted by these unscrupulous women that are doing uh rape accusations unfounded rape accusations use the hashtag him too right okay if i see anyone that uses the hashtag him too i pretty much are gonna punch them in the face yeah i think you posted that on facebook yeah i posted that on facebook and basically so i i had the privilege of going down live to queenstown two years ago now um, and I and I think we talked about it in a podcast. Well, of course um, we do. We talk we about did. everything in a podcast. <laughs> um, to Queenstown, uh, TEDx Queenstown, and Cl- Ken Clearwater. Sorry, it's not hard to say his name. I'm just a bit drunk. <laughs> Ken Clearwater. Ken Clearwater spoke instead um, of Ken Dirty Water. <laughs> he's a different person. That's a totally other guy. Totally um, other guy. Just saying. <laughs> uh, Ken. The whole point of his talk was um, violence and sexual abuse is a human rights issue, not a gender issue. Okay, yeah. And, and it's, you just don't think of it because it always seems to be a female thing. But the reality is it happens a lot to guys, but they never talk about it, right? Yeah, okay. And so he talked about it. Now, interest, um, we will have a link to that in the show notes. The video. Be aware that it does have some strong, graphic, yeah, 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 uh, uh, words in it and stuff. So you maybe Don't, not everybody wants to do it. They might be triggered or whatever. Um, there's so, a warning you know, there and also you probably don't want to be listening to it with your speakers on full bore at work yeah definitely not safe for work and maybe not around the kids but um, so at, on the actual at the actual event it was after a break and they said uh, if you're worried about this don't come back after the break spend more time in the break and we'll let you know when this talks over so you know. that's good of them that's yeah, good yeah yeah so talking cool. about TEDx somehow you've wangled free well you've wangled tickets to TEDx Auckland tomorrow, is that correct? So I'm going up uh, TEDx Auckland tomorrow when I've sobered up um, <laughs> in the morning. I'm driving up early. It's a long day. It's like an 11-hour uh, So previously event, they've done a two-day type of event. Yeah. Uh, and they've done a dinner type thing or something before, vaguely I remember. Yeah, yeah. We had a big lunch thing a couple of yeah. years ago. So I... I I went to the first, like, I want to say eight, maybe six, uh, TEDx's in Auckland. Um, and is that I've where, missed a couple. Is that where TEDx first started in New Zealand? I think it was the first one in New Zealand. It was the first one, obviously, I was aware of, and I went to the first one in, I want to say 2006, but I might be making that shit up, right? 
No one's going to fact check you, Chris. Just, <laughs> I no believe fact you. Fact checking in my head. I'll I tell believe you. This now. you. Um, so I was still at Telecom. Uh, yeah, and and back then it was free. Um, you had to apply. Oh, I really? Just, I and that's why I say 2006. I just written a book. Episode 200 would not be complete without the bloody producer turning up. <laughs> so Toffee, come here. I don't know where she is. You can hear her. Um, here it comes. All right, here she comes. Toffee, would you like some rum? No. Say something, Toffee. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, so Toffee's here. You now. just finished writing a book. So I just finished writing a book, so I used that in my application. So I, I know a couple of people in uh, Hamilton and the name who of the applied book... and didn't get uh, in. And, and the... I think the only reason I got in And the name because... of your book is? Don't lose your home over it. That's right. <laughs> I remember when you when I first met Chris, he sort of ra- randomly mentioned that he'd written this book, and I thought, this is the most amazing thing in the world. Like, this is so good. He wrote a book, a freaking book. Because back then... Because this is before Kindle came out, and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it was like really cool. I have yep. not read the book. I've got two two copies in the bookshelf upstairs, and he still hasn't read one. I need to read. I need to read it actually. Actually, maybe you shouldn't because I can imagine some some uh, paragraphs turning up in the podcast like randomly, and I wouldn't recognise them either. Now, no, but that'd be good. Anyway, so um, TEDx. So TEDx. So yeah. So going going to that, uh, it's going to be great. Uh, I think. I hope I'm going with Pamela, who's also a coach for TEDx Rukura. Ex TEDx speaker and now TEDx speaker coach. Yes. Really cool person, actually. No, she's, she's, she's great. Good value. So we're Actually, go all up. the speaker coaches are good, except for Chris, maybe. But um, I'm the best. Uh, the best. Listen to it. Uh, like, so that'll be good. Gloria and Pamela are listening to this and they're like nodding right now. Yeah, Chris is the best. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, maybe not. All right, but anyway, carry on. But uh, so we look forward to hearing about that next week in the next episode of the podcast. Now, do you want to talk about whatever these other random things are we here, or should we wrap this up? because uh, I do have like the one more. The the one at the bottom is the most important thing that I want to end on. Okay, we'll end on that. No, I want to go through a couple of these. Okay, um, so you. So did you hear about the soyas um, thing that happened? Two days ago, I think it is, or yesterday. Yes, I did. They uh, had to abort the the, the flight. Or so the the key thing is, and the the, the thing I wanted to ask you is yes. right. I only so, I only read the headline. I did a Chris on this one, so I don't really know what happened. <laughs> okay, so the International Space Station, the only spacecraft that can service it, is the Soyuz. Um, yeah, that's right. Space rocket. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah, you call yeah. it, rocket out of Russia. Out of Russia. So they had two. I believe it was a crew of two. It took off two minutes into launch, which is not like out there sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it had an uh, a problem, a, an accident, a failure in the boosters. Interestingly enough, it had two. Uh, what do you call it? Commentators. They had the NASA commentators and they had the Russian commentators. Oh, okay. As yeah, soon as there sense. was an issue, the Russians went accident cut broadcast and the americans just kept going the americans would do that though if it was their ship i'm sure of it would they i, I don't know. know i don't know anyway anyway so um it's um 
there was something went wrong, and, and I don't think anyone knows yet. I, I certainly didn't find out this morning um, what happened. But something went wrong. The booster was not igniting. The It was the, 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 the flight crew in the rocket that first alerted ground crew, and they went, we've just gone weightless. We shouldn't be weightless yet. Right. Uh, okay. So you're, you're under a lot of um, Gs Thrust. going up, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And so any reduction in Gs would Means... make you feel weightless, yeah. regardless yeah, if yeah. you even were. And they're like, we shouldn't be weightless for like another minute or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 totally. And so they went, but the Russians didn't hesitate. They just went, boom, hit the button, which separates the Soyuz from the, um, from the rocket itself, like the capsule, I should say. And uh, that had a ballistic descent. So basically... Was that free fall? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, it just fl- throws down to the ground. Now, it does have a parachute which slows it down. but Just enough. Apparently, it's like a rolling car crash. Because a couple of years ago, this happened. Uh, and a Korean, one of the Korean astronauts, uh, it was female... Um, had to go through months of physiotherapy because her back was so impacted wow. by yeah, I mean, hitting the ground and rolling. It rolls for ages. Yeah. Cause, and it, and it so these in, guys, I want to say the Kazakhstan desert. Yeah, oh, sounds good. So these guys that have just bailed out recently in this news article you're talking about, did they land on ground or in the ocean? On the ground. In oh, the wow. desert, the steps, yep. the Kazakhstan steps or something. I, yeah, I don't know if that's... I assume that's the same sort of oh, place sorry, that the, um, oh, the Korean terrible. person did. But yeah, for a change, it's Sam dropping stuff and yeah, bagging yeah, stuff yeah. and slapping stuff, not me. <laughs> this is what happens when Sam drinks rum. <laughs> Normally, I'm either drinking tea or water. Just yeah, yeah, I know. Verify. Um, so anyway, so, uh, I'm a high-functioning alcoholic. That's all I'm I can not. say. And he's not. That's the difference. Uh, so anyway, um, but what the whole point of that story was, what if you're in the space station? There's two people in the space station, or two or three, right now, who are like, they, they're supposed to be switching over. Were they supposed to be switching, or were the other people joining? No, I believe they're switching, okay. but I may be wrong. Oh, I don't know. But the reality is, the Soyuz spacecraft is grounded. Yeah. Totally. I think that'd be okay. So they're I, I up there. They're like, like, you'd be like, uh, guys, we're still up here. How are we getting back down? But in saying that, I'm assuming there's enough um, stuff up there for them to stay there for a while. Yeah, you, you would think, and I assume that, yes, they're like, okay, any one mission might fail. You must have enough oxygen and food and stuff to last at least two missions, maybe three. But the Soyuz is grounded until further notice, which means, and there's no other option. The Americans don't have anything that can go up. But in saying that, it's Russia. I'm assuming they're going to, it won't take as long as an American investigation, would it? I don't know. No, uh, probably not. And they'll send something up again regardless. I must say, I am impressed with their, uh, what do you call it, safety um, procedures? Because the guys survived, right? Yeah, totally. You know? That's good. Like, I mean, they have to. They I did mean... better than Challenger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. That was terrible. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> That's the most in- inappropriate time to laugh. Yeah, okay. But, Welcome but to you the know podcast. what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Episode 200, the one where the Americans stopped listening to the Chris and Sam podcast. Anyway, sorry. If um, you're still listening, well done you. We're over an hour now. Oh, um, really? And we got a late audio message from another one of our fans, Liam. Now, I've inserted this the following day due to the uh, magic of the internet and uh, stuff. So here we go. Here's Liam. Chris and Sam, 200 episodes. Good job, guys. Just wondering, where do you get all your stories from? Honestly, some of them are pretty outrageous, pretty funny. It's been great listening over the last couple of years. I've even uh, tried making some myself with my friends. So uh, keep... Keep doing it. Keep doing you guys. It's been great. Cheers. Okay. Uh, I did want to say one last thing about the unexplained wealth order. Yes, I, I saw that. Interesting. Go. Hit me with it. So, uh, an Azerbaijani woman. I'm going to pretend I'm paying attention. Go. <laughs> Azerbaijani woman in the yes. UK has uh, been hit with an unexplained wealth order. Jesus, don't look at me like that. Um, I don't know what you mean. Go. <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about, Chris. Go. It's the creepiest look ever. Anyway. Um, I normally so, look like this. So anyway. He's got his eyes closed so he doesn't have to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, um, she spent 20 one million dollars in uh harrods over the last 10 years right okay and the, the biggest sale at one time or the biggest spend she had at one yeah. time in harrods was uh dollars on jewelry jewelry yep um she bought a golf course uh well actually a golf club but it came with the golf course for fifteen million through Harrods or just in general? No, in general. Okay, just checking. And uh, she bought a jet, and she bought a um, oh, like a, a, a I believe apartment or a house near Harrods, which is Knightsbridge, which is like nice. uber expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen million dollars just for that, right? And is this just some random person that they well, don't know? Yeah, that's right. And so they're like, eh, well, random person. Her husband was like a. I want to say President, Prime Minister, whatever, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Wow, whatever. I said it earlier. It's a word. Rewind and play that again. That place. um, And he was put away in prison for corruption. Mm. So I assume over 10 years ago. And so she's been living in the UK for 10 years and she's been spending this money like nobody's business. As you would. So this is a new law. Um, or that the UK's thing. brought in. The UK's brought okay. in an unexplained wealth order, and she has to explain her wealth. So oh, this is to okay. hit yeah. money laundering, and, and so this happens a lot in the UK, apparently, particularly London, because the property values are so high. It's a great place to spend illegal funds, have something of value which will uh, hold its value, or probably quite logically. Uh, go up in value. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And so um, this is a it's like a test case, and I think it's it's pretty cool. That's pretty good. Um, mm, interesting. And apparently, it's hitting a lot of people who are um, have dubious histories of where they got their money. Yeah, it so, would, eh? Because yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was worth mentioning because not most many people would have heard of that. So there you go. 
Very good. I think we should wrap this up very soon. I think soon. so too, because my bladder is really full. No one needed to know that. <laughs> no, but no, they didn't. after when you start a podcast, uh, here's a little bit of a background for you guys. You don't really know where it's going to go or what you're going to do or how long it's going to last. Now, most people that start a podcast, uh, I think, what's, is it most people don't get past? I think it might be five. Five or six episodes, most places. So, how many episodes did we go with the New Zealand Filmmakers Podcast? Five. Really? I think there's five episodes and then there was like five proper interviews and I think there was a random sort of catch-up one that we did after a so while. So, if you're not sure what we're talking about, uh, Sam and I decided... Chris decided, Chris is, and I said I'd help out. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I wasn't. I said the rule. the The thing I said was, "You do all the work. I'll help you edit it, but I'm not driving it." That's yeah. What so I sort didn't of, obviously go very. Far. <laughs> but the idea was that uh, the Chris and Sam podcast <laughs> is never going to go very far because it's not about anything, but one about filmmaking in New Zealand, which I was really into at the time. Still am a bit. Um, but at the time, really into, oh, that's got some legs. We could get sponsorship for that and all that sort of thing. All that jazz of getting excited about that but sort of thing. But I was um, trying to overproduce that. that. That was supposed to be well-produced. I'm I'm still quite proud of the four or five episodes we did. Yeah, and people are still downloading them. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. really good. So that and, sort of shows... I mean, they would have got better if we kept doing them because the editing's not... Yeah, great. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, but yeah, uh, but it only lasts four or five episodes. That's the point. But most podcasts don't get past that. So we're at episode two hundred, and after two hundred, like you're stuck with us. We're going to be here for a while. Yeah, <laughs> and after two hundred episodes, we decided that maybe you now this has been sort of sitting in the background forever. Like maybe from episode fifty. Yeah. And we have never done anything about it. And we have these random conversations off air. So if you do want to support us and just want to say thanks or anything like that, we have jumped on the Patreon bandwagon. Patreon.com forward slash the Chris and Sam podcast. Now there's only two different levels. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way for the fans of creators to help support them. So, and and just to, to expand on that. So... It could be an artist. It could be a musician. Anything. It could, yeah, anything. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like think of the old European patron, patron, um, not the tequila, uh, Patreon, and that sort of thing. It's that in the modern digital age. Yes. So you set up different uh, levels. So we've kept it really simple. You can either help us out for a dollar a month or five dollars a month. And that's going to pay for, initially, uh, the actual costs of running this yes. and, and storing so, so, it and putting it up. We yeah. use Libsyn, which is great. Love Libsyn. So the initial uh, goal that we're trying to help fund, and if you want to be part of it, all the money that we can get from anyone that uh, does want to help us out basically goes towards the podcast hosting. So even if we stop the podcast for whatever reason, we would still need to pay for the podcast hosting to keep all the episodes uh, relevant. Now, for me, the way that I look at this podcast and the way uh, I justify it to keep going 
is that it's a legacy thing. So when my daughter's older, she can go back and listen to all these random podcasts of her dad talking about random stuff. Her sober dad. Her sober dad. Fortunately, I have no kids, so nobody's because she because she she knows I do a podcast. She tells her friends that I do a podcast. I don't think they really understand what that involves or what the hell that means. But to me, that's sort of the driving force behind what I'm doing here, and uh, it's sort of like a time capsule, I think, of because we update what we've been doing, if we do anything exciting or been anywhere, and I think that's. Uh, to me that's a really good thing and i think it's really cool so if you do want to help us out check out patreon.com forward slash the chris and sam podcast there will be a link at the chris and sam podcast.com i'm gonna somehow put it on the front page or put it somewhere and uh the other thing i just thought about earlier when chris was talking about weddings or i can't remember what he was talking about now because i'm pretty drunk but uh, <laughs> uh, i was hoping you'd forget no never forget <laughs> never forget you saw me pull it out <laughs> There was a random laugh, but you don't realise I pulled out the VHS cassette tape, uh, The Marriage of uh, Chris Hanlon here, 1994, 5th of November, and I stroked it. Um, the <laughs> it, next, it was really creepy the, next, the way he stroked it. The, the, there's only one way to do it. The next, <laughs> the next goal will be to help make sure that we can digitise that. And we have spoken to about it before. I will eventually get the right cable for it. Uh, there's cheap versions and proper, uh, really ex- sort of expensive versions. I'm going with the mid-range one, which has great reviews because it has uh, really good software. And I want to do it justice to make sure that you can all take part. Now, if you do, back- I'm hoping that the tape deteriorates and rots before this happens because I've seen it and it's not pretty. Well, I'm going to edit the crap out of it, but <laughs> but you're right. So if you do... I'm not pretty, is what I'm saying. If you do follow us on Patreon, there will be Patreon-only posts that will just be for you guys. There will be behind-the-scenes things um, and footage that we'll shoot or take photos of or whatever just for you guys. So we appreciate anybody... Actually, we just appreciate everybody that listens to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, to be honest, that's been, like, half the driving force behind it so sometimes when we log in the statistics only show us sort of who's downloaded it and podcast statistics are really strange they're not like other things they don't tell you how long someone listened for they just sort of said this person downloaded an episode um or or how many episode downloads you've had for an episode and the last and so so somebody might have uh their um phone might have downloaded it and they've never listened to it yeah we don't know but occasionally in the last couple of weeks we've had massive spikes of like over 150 downloads so someone's gone download everything and we're like holy crap and some episodes like uh the catapult episode from about 10 or 15 ago that's had over 50 i don't know why and then uh we're now on spotify and that spotify statistics the one that oh, I'm trying to think, I can't think. There's one that's really, really popular, and it's not the catapult one. It's a different one. Yeah. And you don't know why people are listening to this stuff. Yeah. Um, but the big thing I will have to say, if you are listening to a podcast, it doesn't matter if it's us or someone else, please let the people know that you're listening to them. Let them know what you like or don't like. Because sometimes being in this weird vacuum chamber... And just seeing some downloads, but not getting as much interaction as you're expecting, 
Or hoping for. Or hoping for. Um, is a bit weird. It really helps if you guys... And, and like Jeremy and um, Jamie... Jamie um, what's the dude in Dubai? I forgot his name. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're drunk. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, no, he liked the video. Hang on. I'm trying to log into an iPad drunk. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no, I feel bad now. No, I feel bad too. I'm going to cut this out. Cut this out. <laughs> uh, oh, there's too many updates. Oh, John Dufresne. Oh, John. Yeah, John, yeah, 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 yeah. John, thank you very much. I'm going to cut that out. Not ever know. <laughs> uh, that's what I've got to look forward to tomorrow when I'm maybe hungover. Um, hungover editing. <laughs> so shout out to, like, off the top of my head, you've got Sarah, Melissa, John, Jamie, Jeremy Housen, um, Scott Granville. He yep. likes a lot of our stuff. I uh, hope you listen to it, Scott. Really interested to see that you're wrapping up um, Chasing Time Productions and focusing more on the English uh, stuff. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Sounds like it's exciting for you My guys. My nephew, Liam. Liam. Um, oh, I haven't heard from your niece. Brooke. Brooke forever. <laughs> Maybe the funniest person I've seen on Facebook in general. Lee, Brooke is brilliant on Facebook. She's awesome. And everybody else, Adam. 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 I can't remember what his description was the other day at the film set. It was like the podcast you listen to, but you have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Something like that. <laughs> Shout out to you, Adam. Um, and I'm going to forget someone. There's so many other people. There I, really are. There were a bunch of people. Aaron from work. Probably um, Will. Pauline, maybe. Um, there's going to be a whole... Um, like, I've had too much we're, we're forgetting people, so sorry about that. Um, one thing that I've got to say real quick, and, and in regards to this Patreon, I say to some people, and you've probably experienced this before as well, oh, we have a podcast. And the first thing some people say is, how much money do you make from that? <laughs> what does it cost us would be uh, a better... I think I experience... I haven't had a... Because I've, I've had that with film too. I've so had that with... Films I, and people go, yeah. how much money do you make from your filmmaking? I'm like, what? But I've had that with pumpkins. And I think I've said this before on the podcast. And I think that's what differentiates uh, creators from people that don't create. I think creators want to create whatever they're going to make and money is the secondary thing yeah for other people that are doing a daily grind who don't create who aren't that mindset who aren't made up that way the first thing they go to is how much money do you make from that yeah because i get their, that from the mindset the... is why would you do that if you're not making money exactly my life is all about making money and the only reason i get out of bed is to go to work to make money that really Which... makes me like Oh, I don't what know. What a terrible way to live. I could Yeah, do I don't know if it's sad or it's just weird. I find it strange. Um <laughs> like that woman that you asked that question at the TEDx. Oh, it's just terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible person. If you had all the money in the world, what would you do? I'd pay my mortgage. Yeah, so you paid your mortgage, then what you do? I can't think of anything else but paying my mortgage. Oh my god. So I think money was ruling her life. The thing I, I think we're gonna end on I don't know if you had anything else to say. If you other than help us out with Patreon, that'd be great. Oh yeah, I mean, or just share us around, or tell your random friend, or if you're lucky, you might have more than one friend. <laughs> but I think the thing is, uh, before I completely forget what I'm saying, if you are thinking about creating something or want to make your own podcast, seriously, just do it. 
there's not that much involved in it. You just have to record some audio and put it out there. But you do have to pick a topic that you are passionate about because if the passion's there, everything else will follow and you'll have a great time. And, and to add to that, that, if you don't have a topic, pick somebody you can riff off. Because the reality is that Sam and I, we used to get together once a month at the yeah yeah at the um, social media club Hamilton, and we would just end up at a dinner table with a bunch of people, and Sam and I'd be just trying to outdo each other with stories, and that's how this whole thing started. Um, and I've got to say, big ups to Sam because I couldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done this on my own, like seriously. And it's just because we can have a conversation and he can give me shit. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, loads of people can do that. What am I talking about? Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, but we can. Uh, and it's it's funny because we work different shifts. We live together now. Uh, we didn't win this flatmates, podcast started. I just want to point that out. Because um, yeah, 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 there's yeah, a yeah, few yeah. people that I think... <laughs> And 100%. <laughs> no, true. I know, and, I know. It's and hilarious. I will tell you one person, I'm sure Joe isn't 100% sure. Sam has a girlfriend. I have um, a girlfriend, just want to state that. <laughs> and um, I don't. I have a cat. Um, Chris has a cat. That's now, the closest But I'm because <laughs> we spend so much time living in the same house, we end up at events together, we do a podcast together, and we're so, very similar or we're always interacting we're with each other. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, life, with a lot right? of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've had uh, Sash, I'm pretty sure, said, you know, the cutest couple I know. Like, it's like, uh, okay. You've also had Jasmine <laughs> sort of question you a oh, little that's bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, sad because I was sort of into Jasmine. And <laughs> she may have been put off because she thought we we might have been a couple. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but so I'm stuck with a cat. Yeah, Chris is stuck with a cat. Anyway, that is uh, pretty much us signing off. So uh, big ups to Sam. i got to say it here and now publicly. And um, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And we will be back next week. Are we? Yeah, what are we yeah. doing next week? No, everyone's still here, eh? Yeah, I'm still here. Next yeah, no, week. I don't go on school camp for another uh, two and a half and weeks. And then I'm I'm off to Aussie. Yeah, well, I've got two weeks off, but one week in Aussie. So between so. the Aussie trip, school camp, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of great stories to come back with. Make sure to check out the ChrisandSamPodcast dot com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, all the other places. And until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.